live from the Tech Talk studios in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, it's time for Tech Talk. It's another day, another moment. Dr. Jay Greenstein, I'm Brad Koss. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. We got a great guest. Jay, how are you doing, man? What's up, brother? I'm doing great, man. It's Friday. I'm always happy when it's Friday. That means Saturday is tomorrow. That's always a good thing. So yeah, I'm always happy to be here and hanging out with you and our awesome guests. That's right. And we've got a good guest. I've been reading about her for the last hour or so here and learning. I don't know her. This is one of your connections and and networks. Why don't you take the moment and introduce her and uh, let's get going. Yeah, I'm super excited. We have Kelly McDonald here. She's the CEO from Kindu. I actually met Kelly at an awards uh, conference for innovators in the Mid-Atlantic. Our good friend, Tian Wong. Brad, you know Tian. He was a guest on the podcast. Um, He actually ran the program and put on a great virtual event. And Kelly was a winner. So I was like, I I was, we actually were in a breakout session together and I was super intrigued about what she did. So we connected um, after the conference and I got to learn a lot more about her company and what she does. And I'm like, wow, this is so applicable to our audience. Um, I just wanted her to share what she's doing to make the world a better place. So Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me guys. I really appreciate uh, you inviting me on the show and I'm excited to share with your audience more about Kindu and answer any questions that I can on how, you know, your listeners can better use social media for their advantage. So that's great. Thank you. Yeah. We were talking earlier about how social media and especially marketing and new patient acquisition is just really important for chiropractors these days and other healthcare providers who are looking to grow their brand, grow their practices, grow their revenue, grow their impact. And um, your company is so cool. If you wouldn't mind, you know, taking a few minutes and just Telling everybody what Kindu does, and by the way, it's K-Y-N as in Nancy, D as in dog, O-O, Kindu, um, what they do and how you got started in this business. Yeah, sure. Happy to, happy to share all of that. So uh, what Kindu is, is we are a predictive data intelligence platform for social commerce. And basically what that means, what we actually do, is we help brands and you know, providers, agencies, et cetera really find and work with vetted influencers in the social media space. And uh, the way I got started is like most business owners, I was trying to solve a problem I had for myself. And at the time I was working at a niche uh, real estate, crowd equity uh, real estate platform. And we were looking for accredited investors to come on and invest in the deal flow. And we had tremendous success with affiliate marketing But what we thought was the next natural step was influencers. And I just had a really simple question for the marketing team, which was, how do I know that they're real influencers and they didn't just buy all their followers? And that simple question has catapulted us three years later to building a technology that allows us to actually look at the audience of an influencer and determine, one, if they're real people or just bots. Two, and maybe even more importantly, are they actually relevant to you as the company paying these influencers to promote you. So are they located in the United States if that's where your product is only sold? Are they in the right age demographic? Do they have psychographic interest in your uh, product itself? 
and really establishing that this is the right set of influencers for you to work with um, at a paid model. Um, and so that's really what, what Kim does on a daily basis. So Kelly, right, Brad? Yeah. So Kelly, that's cool. That's very cool. But just think that maybe our audience doesn't fully understand what an influencer is. Could you, you know, for the old folks in the crowd, could you please, (laughs) (laughs) could you explain what that, what that present company excluded, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So really what a social media influencer in Kindu's world is maybe a little also different than some of the other platforms. So I can kind of go through in general. Uh, the idea of an influencer is someone who is posting on social media on a regular basis enough that they've generated an audience that follows along with them. And we're probably all doing it. You know, I think one of the things I talk about a lot in our investor pitches is that in the 80s, we would get up and eat our cereal uh, every morning and read our cereal box. But like today you got up and while you were eating breakfast, you were probably scrolling through your phone, interacting with people you've never met that you've feel like you know their kids' names and you know what they did this past weekend. Um, Those folks are probably influencers and they um, are often being paid by brands to promote products. Um, Although it is by the FTC rules, uh, they have to call it out. They're advertising. A lot of times it's in such a subtle way that people just don't even realize they're being pitched to. And so it really works to help drive brand awareness, drive, and more importantly in our world, conversion. At Kindu, we require that they have at least 10,000 followers on one of the major social media platforms. So Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, et cetera, uh, to qualify, to get deal work from us but and the partners that we serve. But um, other platforms, it might be down to like 500 followers, even depending on the type of uh, person they're looking for to help promote it. Man, you Jay, know, that, we, that sounds like you. You've got over a million <laughs> followers, don't you, bud? No, I don't, Brad. <laughs> I don't. I probably have a million friends in my network in real life, but um, I don't have that many followers. It's funny, Kelly and I were talking about that. I have less than a thousand followers on Instagram uh, and, you know, whatever I have on Facebook. But um, it is really, really interesting. And, and why it was so interesting to me is because we actually have brand ambassadors. We've got elite athletes that come into our practices and they post for the work that we're doing. And it's a great win-win relationship. They get great care. We get an affiliation with this, you know, quote unquote influencer, this brand ambassador that has lots of followers. And that actually has driven great results for us. Our our Instagram follower has grown exponentially over the last several years. We're, I think, close to 11,000 followers at this point. And then also we've just been able to acquire so many more new patients because they, they're recognizing our brand and they equate um, high-level treatment for high-level athletes with something that can help them as well, even if they're not high-level athletes. So um, we've been very fortunate in that regard. And I, as we bring on additional brand ambassadors, because we just brought on two more, I'm, I'm really curious to know like what Kindu can do for us. We're becoming a client of Kindu, which I'm super excited about. And so I'm just excited to see what the data shows because like we were talking about before we actually went live today, like Brad, you and I, we're like complete data geeks. This is right up our alley. It is. So Kelly, where do you find these influencers? Do they come to you? Do you go out and seek them? What, where do they come from? So Kindu is generally speaking been an invite only platform for the most part uh, since inception. But we do actually get influencers from other influencers, too. So they're allowed to be invited that way. We do most of the reach out. Um, and then 
what we're the way we're figuring that out is we're eating our own dog food in the sense that we have all this data. So when we are bringing in the posts daily from Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, wherever it might be, and we see that somebody has posted an ad and we can tell that the performance is good on these posts, then we will do some reach out and say, hey, we think you're a great influencer. You know, we'd love to have you join our network. We provide tools for you to help professionalize your business and do outreach. Um, so influencers really like us because we provide them free tools and services. More importantly, though, we don't allow for any in-kind offers on the platform. We have a minimum threshold that they have to be paid for their services. So the good influencers, they absolutely adore that we recognize that they're actually, you know, giving a service of quality to their clients um, and that we help stand with them on that, that they shouldn't work for free. Because uh, even in kind, even when it's a, a high value of a package, it's kind of like free pizza, right? Uh, the first slice is delicious. The second slice, you're like, cool, free pizza. I like it. But by the fourth slice, you're like, you know what? I don't really need pizza again. Uh, and so we really try to help them understand and how to present themselves as valuable to the brand and then the brand to see you know, a positive return on investment for the money that they are spending out too. So are there any industries that you, that you, you can't find influencers for? I could see in, in healthcare, there would probably be a, a big broad spectrum of that, but are there industries that you just can't find? I mean, retail, yes, but a lot of wholesale kind of businesses, is that hard, tough sometimes? Yeah, definitely. So we don't really do like business to business. Like, you know, if you sell widgets, like we're probably not the right fit for you. We could find them. We definitely have a technology and there are influencers in that space. It's just more of that's not really our bread and butter. And just where we are as a company right now, we're still, we're nine people um, at the organization, five of which are technologists. So the, the other of us, we can only handle so much. We, it's more important for what we say no to than what we say yes to some days of the week. Uh, at a, this stage of a company one day, I think maybe we'll be able to help figure out some of those puzzles too. But pretty much right now, you know, content is what's eating the world, right? It's no longer anything else. So if you are an expert in your space, so if that's widget making or, or healthcare or, you know, soda, whatever it is, somebody's writing about it. Somebody's out there with that thought leadership um, that can really help make a difference uh, for sure for companies. But for the most part, we like to say that we're focused in the lifestyle wellness space, which is basically any type of product or service that's going to make you live a better life, then Kinu is probably the type of company that can help you find those right people. Well, I can it's definitely great. see how you and Jay got connected then. <laughs> you know, yeah. our, our entire audience is pretty much how can you live a better life? And, and, and by making minute changes in lifestyle, you can really have a better and live a better life. So this is probably a very relative uh, podcast, Jay. I mean, to most of our audience, uh, that's great. Yeah, I think they I think they definitely can learn so much from this information and also checking out the Kindu platform to identify who might be the right fit for them as a brand ambassador or influencer for their brands. Um, I, I'm kind of excited about it on both sides, like the ability for me to grow my following over time. And ultimately, maybe they'll let me be a client at some point. Um, right, right, Kelly. But oh, but for sure, absolutely. But first and foremost, definitely identifying our current and then future ambassadors, and making sure that we've got data behind the decision making, so we bring on the right person that we're investing in to ensure that we're actually getting the return on investment for our brand. 
Um, I know we probably have to go to a break, Brad, but when we come back, I would love for Kelly to dig into the data because we can see it on the screen. I know the audience can't, but I think we want to share that information so that doctors really get an understanding and listeners get a really understanding of how powerful this platform is. Let's do that. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We're talking to Kelly McDonald. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Infinity. In the modern age of electronic data interchange, Infinity is committed to helping clinicians get paid fast so that they can spend less time tracking claims and more times with their patients. As a pro advocate for the healthcare industry, we create tools that make sense for electronic claims processing and business analytics. You couple that with superior support team, we strive to ensure your business is performing at its best. Infinity, committed to the future of claim processing. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Well, we're back. It's Tech we're Talk back. again. You know, it's you. You, we cut to break real quick and I just couldn't help. I had to ask the question with Kelly being and providing influencers like that in influence. I know you're probably doing that for your practice, but you're doing that for yourself as an individual. I can tell. And, and I just, what profile are we going to use with you? Are, the poodle dog <laughs> or yes. you know, for that close? I, I think that's it. The tuna can man. I mean, the, 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 the tuna can man. <laughs> Um, sorry, audience. These are like some inside jokes from very, very um, late night conversations with a group of friends and having a lot of fun. Some alcohol. Um, you know, Brad, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it does need to be Poodle Doc or Tuna Can Doc or, or your favorite, the Doc. What is it? The Data, data Doc, doc of Talk. talk. There That's you go. Right. Yeah, we have that little jingle that we play, the Data Doc of Talk. There you go. Dr. J. It'll be something. Yeah, that's right. That, no, It'll be something. Kelly, I, I'm, thank you for putting up with us. I had to tease him. It just was an opening. For children. It was for an children. opening that I could not resist. Uh, and there's about seven or eight people out there that were dinner the other night while we were sitting by the ocean or the that are just laughing, laughing. dying right now because they understand the tuna can man thing. Yep. All right. Kelly, you've got, so here some, we go. you've got some great, uh, I'm sorry the audience can't see this, uh, but what we do is we have a Zoom call on the side, mainly so we can see each other's faces and expressions so we don't try to talk on top of each other, and it lets us be a little more effective. But Kelly's displaying her desktop to us, and she obviously is a data geek, sort of like Jay and I, and we, we look at these kind of things every day, Kelly. Uh, that's part of Jay and I's life looking at this. So this is good for us. But explain to us uh, so that the audience under audio can understand what we're talking about. Sure. So we basically, our core product here at the at Kindu is called the Kindex. And the Kindex report, you can think of it as like a credit score for influencers, right? And what it basically does is it uh, it analyzes the audience of the influencers and the posts that they create. And it says, okay, this influencer's audience is real and they're, um, they're actually performing well in terms of the content they're creating around branded content. So when they say, you know, hashtag ad uh, in a post, that that post performed either in line with when they're just talking about their lunch or 
or better, right? And so those are the types of things that we're looking at. We also have some products that we look at around the brand safety. So, you know, one of the things, the most common request last year for us as a company was brands did not want to pay somebody and then find out that they were a QAnon member, right? Um, For a lot of obvious reasons. Uh, And so we built this brand safety feature. There's uh, 14 points inside of it that look at things like nudity, profanity, violence, drugs, and then sensitive social topics to just kind of let a brand have more of an awareness as to, you know, this person's going to swear 15 times over the last 100 posts or whatnot. So, you know, it's not necessarily a deal breaker for every brand, but others it might be. And so this is a type of information that we have stored in these reports that brands can quickly pull and get an assessment right away as to whether or not this person's going to be a fit for them. This is amazing. Now, right now, I'm not going to use any names. Right now, we're looking at a well-known, quote-unquote, influencer. And and there's a fair amount, a large percentage of this pie chart that 32, thank you, 32.2% suspicious accounts. So they could have literally millions of people that are not real people as followers. And I think that providing insight into this is so valuable because I'm not going to hire this person. I don't have the resources to bring this person on. But if I did, if I was that large of a company and I wanted to, I'd certainly want to know that one out of three people are probably not real. Right. And I think it's really important. Like, I think she's like one of my favorite examples because I just recently pulled this report. And after three years, I'm rarely shocked. But I was like, what? (laughs) Right. I love this person. I, you know, I follow her and I was really shocked to see that, like you said, she has 34 million followers. 60% 60% are real. So that's still 20 million followers. And I think even there, people are like, hey, that's a lot of eyeballs. Yep. But if you actually jump over here further, you'll see that only 10% are actually in the United States. Yeah, I see that. So let's say, Jay, you have the resources <laughs> to do it. Your product's not available. Brad does. Brad does. He's he's much richer than I am. <laughs> yeah. So let's say you wanted to hire, but your product's only available in the United States. You can't, it doesn't matter that when most of our audience is in India or Brazil, like that's not helping you as a brand, but even further, the products that you see this woman promoting on the regular basis, I think you'd agree with me are much more geared towards a female audience, right? It's like cooking, fashion, beauty products. Uh, 60% of her audience is also men. Right. So that number just keeps dropping. She makes well over a million dollars for one post. Wow. Right now. So if a brand, for example, or Jay, if you were like, hey, I got a million dollars to spend on this. I'll just spend brand's money. (laughs) Right. I could hire you 500 influencers that actually have 34 million eyes in the United States that are interested in your product, right? Because we actually also break it down further into like their actual audience interest. Remember I mentioned cooking? Yeah. Something I see her doing a lot. Look in the top 10 interests. Cooking doesn't even appear. Doesn't even fall in there. This is amazing data. It's incredible. It it is incredible. And a million dollars, I am in the wrong business, guys. We are all in the wrong. I'm definitely, I always say I'm on the wrong side, but I still think that content creation is just one of the most difficult things. So the people who are doing it right and doing it well, I have so much respect for in this space because I'll just show you another report up here. And I'm happy to give her a shout out if I could, if you don't mind. Sure, go for it. Great yeah, so Barclay Stockett, she's a four-time American Ninja Warrior. So kind of falling into your ambassador stuff that you uh, are and who you're looking at, Jay, right? Yep, so she's yep. out there doing those crazy uh, obstacle courses. But like, look how real her audience is, right? Like the majority of people are real. They're almost all here in the United States. 
Like this is actually really hard, a very split even demographic mm-hmm. where people are actually highly engaged with the, of what she's discussing and talking about are all real people. It's great. Um, and you can see just this engagement prediction. Like yeah, what, predict- is, what is that, Kelly? So this is a prediction that we've developed here around, we're predicting that if a brand posts with her, we expect that they would see in the first month between three and a half and four and a half percent engagement. And then she has a long tail engagement later that for all influencers, it drops to usually around one percent ish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if we look back at that other influencer, you can see her peak is in the week one at one percent and it's only half a percent later. So I think one of the mistakes that I see a lot of brands that come to us is they want to have these higher up celebrity level folks. Uh, promoting their products or people who are of household names, but really who we're all actually being influenced by are much smaller influencers where I see the impact of their, um, their recommendation and the stuff that they're choosing to work on much more relevant to their audience uh, and have a lot more engagement. And then ultimately the results that follow where people are actually buying the product, Uh, which I think for most brands, is very important that they actually see a positive return on investment from what the work that they're doing. And, you know, we provide the feed as well. So you get an idea of like, how would your brand fit in uh, things like that inside of here as well too. Yeah. I think it's amazing. And I, I love the, I love the engagement prediction and, and you get an idea of like, what's going to happen with your, <clears throat> with your, um, with your brand the and the engagement that occurs uh, and that makes total sense that this particular individual would have a higher engagement prediction because the audience interests align with the things that she's talking about and doing. Whereas in the previous one, the person who had one third of the people not even real, and she's talking about things to a different gender that is not even the audience interest, I wouldn't expect her to have much impact. And that's exactly what your prediction shows. That's just really, really super cool. She's literally a one and done kind of one one engagement kind of done, you know, they're done with her. She does. They're done. Right. Yeah, and that's it's a, and a million dollars. That's amazing to me. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, Jay, I don't know if I actually have it up here. I have a friend of mine's daughter is, uh, she just uh, started making her dog an influencer. So I pulled up the report. Oh, we love uh, dogs. And she's just had about a thousand followers as well. Just like where you are. Mm-hmm. And her engagement is just like, it actually by week four is the peak. So what it tells me is that people are seeing a post that they, you posted today, but then they're actually stopping and going through your feed and looking back at the old stuff that you posted too. And I was like, this, she's like 12. I was like, this little girl is well on her way. Oh, that's to great. Being a great influencer because the content she's creating is engaging enough that people are leaving their feed to go look at more of the work that she's doing. So Wow. Um, I don't think that you can uh, hope for anything more than that as, as as a content creator. I think that's pretty phenomenal. So yeah, that's amazing. So you know, I think doctors, you know, there's two sides to this coin that you're <clears throat> that you're you know building your business around. One is maybe even helping doctors become influencers, or stronger influencers, because they're leveraging social media. But before we go down that road, again, I'm really interested in. You know, if they're working with brand ambassadors or they're not working with anybody right now and they want to find out, like, who should I work with and how can I leverage this tool to make the right decision? Talk to us about that, Kelly. Yeah. So our process is really different than most of our competitors in terms of that, because 
Um, so I am not a patient person myself. And so when we were developing the product, I thought, I don't, sure don't have time to look through thousands and thousands of profiles to find the right person. So we developed it in the sense of a calibration model. So what we do is we kind of figure out who's your target persona. Everything that we do at Kindu starts with the audience in mind, right? We figure out who that audience is, and then we will show you, usually it's about 20 profiles um, that, that the audience fits. Now here's the different feeds. And you as the brand would then say, yes, no, yes, no, this is what I'm looking for. From there, our AI will actually go out and then match you to the right influencers based on all of that information, invites them to come and work with you and uh, you know figure out what's gonna be the, the negotiation phase, right, mm-hmm. of the process. Um, that part we really feel is double opt-in. So now instead of influencers submitting a bunch of uh, stuff that no one's gonna pay for or nobody cares about uh, them and responding to them, they don't have to sit around applying for jobs all day. They can just create content, which is what they'd prefer to do, I'm sure, anyways. And the brand is actually getting only the people who've been filtered through as meeting their full requirements to actually then find the right person. And then Kindu, we help uh, the whole thing end to end transactions. So we handle the contracts, we handle the escrow of the payment. Wow, There's payment great. protections on both sides and uh, facilitate, you know, the, the tracking as well. So if you have your own site, which I'm sure, you know, most uh, of your audience does in their field, you know, we can actually help you with a first party cookie where the influencers have a link. And then when somebody swipes up, it goes to your site. We know that that person then went to these five pages and dropped off or hopefully booked an appointment or bought the, the product itself, downloaded the app, whatever it might be. So cool. I mean, and, and you know, the amazing thing is, Brad, I met Kelly because of some random Zoom uh, breakout room that happened. I, there were, I don't know, 80, 100 people at the event. We only did two breakouts with like six people in each room. And I got like, my mom always said I was lucky. She always said, she's <laughs> like, Jay, you always got a lot of luck. Um, so I feel very lucky to have met you, Kelly. I love what you're doing. It has so much relevance to me and other healthcare providers that are trying to grow our brand. I think what you're doing is amazing. Yeah, I think we've worked with so many companies in the health and wellness space, especially a lot of providers. Uh, tele- a telemedicine company was our very first client here wow. at Kindu. Cool. Um, and, you know, we just really have a lot of legs there. Maybe it's because of our client history, we're able to get more ones to come on and try us out. But all that said, we find a lot of success because those influencers tend to be really genuine. Uh, and the work that they're promoting, they're discerning, and they're not just trying to promote anything out there, usually because you're either ingesting something or it's something that's being done to your body that they don't want to tell other people to do unless right. they really believe in it. And and then these are usually people who do care more about their um, their physical capabilities in general that they want to make sure that they're doing things that are healthy for them already. So these are all people that we all want to be like in this world. So I think they're really great and impactful influencers. Love it. Absolutely love it. So Jay, when we come back after break, I want you and Kelly to talk a little bit. You being a chiropractor, I'm just a business guy. How does that relate to you as just the average chiropractor out there trying to draw in a new audience or bring additional patients to influence their population around them how how does that happen and and how can that pay off you know for me when she she said a million dollars i almost fell in my chair man (laughs) i always expect somebody that works for me 
to return about three and a half times right. uh, what I pay them. That's what I expect. That's an amazing amount. I know who the person was. We're we're being silent on that, but oh my gosh, that's a, I know. A, the average doc's just going to like go right over his head. When we get back, let's let you bring yep. that down to that playing field, that yep. equal playing field. 100%. And we will do that. We'll be back in just a minute. It's Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost, Dr. Jay Greenstein, and our guest, Kelly McDonald. The Canvas app, the app that can take your practice to the next level by providing a customized, direct connection between your practice and patients. Through the new built-in rewards program, Canvas can grow new and existing patient numbers and increase your patient's adherence to care plan. What does your custom dream app look like? Elevate your practice with Kaizenovate. Come on! And the data doc of talk is Tech Talk. Welcome back. Uh, Dr. Jake Greenstein, Kelly McDonald with Kendu. I'm Brad Cost. We're talking today about Kelly's company and influencers or how that we can change how the, the world, the internet sees us, Facebook sees us. How can we influence the audience to be part of that? And Jay, we've been looking at some amazing models and actresses and some big time pieces here. As a Cairo, would you bring this down to the the average level that a Cairo is in an office in, you know, Clearwater, Florida, let's say? It, and how can this system, how can Kelly's system, in your aspects, could you engage with her of how that we bring that into the realistic world? How can they engage that? What would they expect from this? And, and how would they go about doing that? Yeah, I mean, there's a multitude of strategies strategies in the digital space on how you can bring in new patients with social media. You can post organically, you can do paid ads, um, and you can actually bring influencers into your brand. And that's exactly what we've done. We, To use Kelly's term, that hyper-local, quote-unquote, influencer or celebrity, people have a large following, or at least we think they do. We, we just signed up with Kinda, so we'll find out in a couple of days if they have a large following. But but nonetheless, we've been very, in all honesty, we've been very successful with our ambassadors. They come in for treatment. We tape them all the time with the treatments that we're providing for them. They do other things like testimonials. <laughs> they post to their network. They post to our network. Um, it's just content creation that allows other people to see what we're doing with people that they have some shared interest with. It could be the athletic population, golfers, soccer players, jujitsu athletes, moms. Um, and so the, the idea is, is that if people with a large following come into Kaizo Health, get treatment, have great results, and they're posting about their treatment and their results, other people want the same thing. Let's face it, we know neck and low back pain is one of the, one of the leading causes of disability worldwide. Everybody's got low back pain at some point in their life. And so those people that are following these influencers and they see what we're doing, like, you know what? I want that. I want to feel better. I don't want my back to hurt. I want to be able to do an overhead squat. The next thing you know, they reach out to us because we've set all this up. I mean, I don't do it. We have a, a team that does it, but they set all of the connection pieces up on the back end. So when people click on that post, they can get directed to a landing page and they sign up for an appointment. And it literally, 
I, I'm making it sound simple, but it really is that simple once you set up the technology infrastructure. And Brad, like I said at the beginning, we have close to 11,000 followers on Instagram. We've grown exponentially more and more patients every single quarter. More new patients every quarter are coming in just through our digital strategies. And this is a big part of it. Yeah, I, you know, it's amazing to me how that has really changed. What, in the last two or three years, yep. uh, that has really gone up. And, and, and it is part of everyday life uh, for those, especially the young generation. And we've got a lot of young docs out there, but we do have some some uh, more mature docs out, that are out there that are trying to understand this space. And I appreciate that. Kelly, can you just start basically with how, if a doc came to you, and said, hey, I would like to have some influence. I would like to change the population around me. How would you go about doing that? Yeah, so actually, so we have uh, internal marketing specialists that would, if they specifically wanted to like build up their own page, like we were just were talking that we're going to have this conversation with Jay next week a little bit as well with some ideas. We have someone who will come in and say, hey, I'm a digital native, and I can tell you here are some cool trends that I see that you could be incorporating into your own work here. And here's some different hashtags that you should be using. Just really kind of give you an idea of these are the pages that work out there and these are the ones that don't. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We can actually show you some examples that you can just like do this, right? Um, the second thing I would say is one of the biggest mistakes I see that medical-based uh, <laughs> healthcare type companies make when thinking about influencer marketing, especially, or how they engage is that they only want to see doctors or nurses or nutritionists or somebody who's already in the health space talking about it. But I think what you just heard Jay say is like moms, jujitsu, you know, like a little bit of everything because people are real people, right? And so the more you can tie it into who you are as an authentic person too, then whether you're trying to start your own page or you're trying to engage with somebody who has a page, you want to look for someone who has like more than one thing that they're talking about, right? Because that's what is real and accurate about lives. Like moms aren't just moms, right? They are, they're, yes, they're moms, but they're also, a lot of times they work or maybe they stay at home or maybe they are do doing yoga. DIY or do yoga yep. or are into health and cooking or beauty and fashion, but they're not all the same, right? Um, and a lot of times what I see on their pages, for example, people are, kids aren't even the posts that people care about, right? They don't even like those posts. They like the ones about her at Target or whatever. If they have their own so, kids, they're, they're sick of their kids. They want exactly, to see something else. Right? Exactly. And so I encourage, uh, you know, doctors to be thinking about the same thing when they're building their page. Like what makes them, everything else about you is also interesting to people, right? So Kelly. really sharing who you are. Kelly, you're so on, on point. It's so funny because I've been doing these like two-minute drill videos every Tuesday. We call them Tuesday two-minute drills. And my team has like had to push me to like kind of get myself out of my comfort zone and do these videos. And the ones that have like little to do with business and everything to do with my personal life, people like I'm saying, I'm getting all these like texts and emails and I'm like, because and, and Jenna and Brad knows Jenna really well. She's our director of operations. She runs the research foundation and the tech company operations side. And she's like, People want to know about you. They just want to know about you. I'm like, uh, why? Like, why? They're yep. like, just, they're like, she just, just, you know, go out there and just talk about yourself. Or yeah, what you're doing, or what you're doing. So true. It's so true for Crazy. every small business we see. We're like, please get on camera. I know you don't want to be on camera. Just tell them your story. Tell them how you got started. This is, 
it's interesting to people and they want to support that too. They, yeah. you know, if people, it, you know, build this connection to you, then they, like, why wouldn't they come to you? If they're following you uh, at their morning breakfast table, if you get invited to breakfast, is there anything really more intimate of a meal to have? I'd rather go to someone's breakfast and dinner if I wanted to know them well. So, I mean, that's like the important uh, thing to be thinking about is how do you get to their breakfast table? Love that's it. a great, that's a great reference, Kelly. How to, how to get to the breakfast table, because I remember as a kid, that's how we started our day out. Our mom always made sure we were at the breakfast table to do that. And uh, that is a great analogy. And Jay, this is part of what we've been talking about for years, is we want to remake the image of the chiropractic uh, industry. And it is changing organically on its own, but it is. we still have those, you know, those that don't quite understand what we're talking about. They don't realize that the world is changing around them. And chiropractic is right in the middle of it because it's all about lifestyle. And you're always curious, why am I, I'm not a chiro, why am I into this? But it, it, it's part of the everyday world. I, I've made it that way. I I don't know how to, my day goes if I don't think of chiropractic in some aspect of it. And I think that's true for a lot of Americans. We just need to make the breakfast table the chiropractic table. That's yep. really what we're trying to do. And I, I think it's this is a very timely topic as we sort of touch people of how to remake what they're doing. And it's interesting that AI is part of it. You know, we've, we've talked to Boodle AI, which is looking at these specific uh, types of clients and patients. Um, my company, yeah, cool. my company does AI, looking for the best scenario for reimbursement for doctors and and how to make that patient better in the most cost effective way. And you're doing that and bringing them and involving them in letting you take care of their bodies and their minds and and making their lives better. So I think this is. For sure. Yeah, I think too, like when you think about it, um, if you, I'm sure at some point you've heard someone say everyone gets their news from Facebook these days, right? Uh, and in terms of that, at some point, that's where a lot of people wake up and that's how they are told their information. With Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, I really think it's changing to this is how people get their their education in a lot of ways too, right? Yep. And so I think with a lot of what you guys are focused on in your industry is there's a lot of educational pieces of like about back and neck wellness that people really resonate with. And I can tell you, we have a client that has a, the world's first customized sleep pillow. And I have never seen as many relevant comments on posts as we see when she posts because everyone has neck and back pain, like you yeah. said, and people are constantly on the search for this solution. So providing, um, you know, TikToks uh, around like, what are the top five ways you can relieve neck pain um, at, in your home? Or what do I need to do to have a better night's sleep and not wake up with a bad back, you know, et cetera. These are, this is the type of content people are out there looking for. And if you can provide it in their feed while they're sitting in the car wash, <laughs> that's where, that's where they want to get it. It's everything is just in time these days. Yeah, right? yep. it's, it's, mar it's marketing gold, but it's also value added marketing gold because mm -hmm. the content that we can create as evidence-based chiropractors really can have an impact on the population at large. And that's, that's really the goal, right? To improve health, health outcomes globally, improve population health and do it at a lower cost. 
Um, and we can do that. So it's, it's, it's great for the industry. I love these opportunities. So Kelly, a doc from Clearwater, Florida wants to, wants to connect with you. Um, like what, how, how does it work? Like what, what are the offerings that you could do if this chiropractor wants to, you know, grow his or her brand by finding an influencer? Let's say that's the, that's the place where they want to start. Yeah. So I think like first and foremost, they need to know that it's very affordable to hire and get started with influencers, especially when you have a product that they're going to want to have and that you can offset a lot of the normal costs with, you know, some type of hybrid, you know, cash compensation and the service itself. So right. I think people should not let budget get in their way. There's a, there's an influencer for every budget to test, figure it out, and then scale further before you have to hire, you know, the, the guys who are at, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like that's not the case. Uh, you can get started for a couple hundred dollars with that's influencers, awesome. right? Yeah. Um, now we can help you find one influencer if that's what you want, um, or we can help you hire a thousand. It's really, uh, there's no limit here at Kindu. We are a transactional model base um, and we actually have a freemium product. So if somebody already knew the influencer, they wanted to score and bet. So for example, there's that local athlete uh, that they somehow have a personal connection to or are already treating, as I know a lot of you might actually already have patients who are influencers. So we could also help you figure that out. Yeah. Um, but if we wanted to you know, identify that person, you want to score them, you can do that for free on Kindu, sign up, create an account, and you can do that right away. Um, but if you wanted us to help you find the right person, you know, ideally, if you are in an MSA, I would imagine it's probably like a 10 or 30 mile. You have to define MSA. Sorry, marketing statistical area um, <laughs> where, you know, it's a major city or whatnot. So let's say if you're in Clearwater, Florida, we'd probably be looking at like the Tampa Bay market. And so we would try to help you find an influencer who had an audience in Tampa Bay. So I want to make that really clear that the influencer themselves may live in Tampa, but their audience may be in New York, right? So we would really want to focus on the people who have the audience that's nearby yep. that could then walk in and actually have an appointment with you, unless you also have an audience in uh, office in New York, um, you know, of course, and that's great. But that's really one of the other things that we can help provide here um, at really no additional cost to the brand. That's just what we do. We just help you find the right people. It's amazing. I, it's so awesome. And I'm so excited to start working with you, Kelly. Um, how can people find, uh, how can they contact you? How can they find out more about Kindu? Sure. So Kindu.com. So that's K-Y-N-D-O-O.com um, is our website. So they can go and poke around there and sign up under our tabs that say brands. Um, and then if they want to email me any questions or um, want a specific walkthrough or demo, I'm happy to give anyone one. And they can email me at Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at Kindu.com. That's awesome. You know, Kelly, cool. I, think, I think what we're going to do here in a few months, we're going to come back and have you back on the show again. And let's just find out and model how, how uh, uh, the Poodle Doc or Tim Can Man <laughs> or Dr. J or... Uh, innovate went and, and let's just yeah, find out definitely were we able to influence him? I, I think that's, he's got a big market around him and, uh, that'll be an interesting thing before we get away. Let's ask a few personal questions. If you don't mind, let's, uh, sure. where, where are you located? Uh, so we're in the San Francisco Bay area is where I live, but our office and team is completely remote. So we're kind of all over the country and we even have someone in Malaysia who's on the team. Nice. Oh, that's very yeah. cool. International. Yes, 24 hours a day, somebody is working on Kindu, I like to say. That's great. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's key. Are you married? 
I am. So my wife, Rachel, uh, and I have been together for 12 years. And uh, actually, this June will be three years that we are married now. So All yeah. right. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Congrats. That's great. Thank you. I love San Francisco. It's one of my favorite cities. I have not been out there in a few years, but uh, I used to do quite a bit of work with the California Medical Association and spend a lot of time out that way. Uh, I've got family out in that area, so I need to get back out there. I will holler at you when I come. Please do. I'd love to see some people again now that we're all vaccinated. (laughs) You know, I can leave the four corners of my office here. I I cannot wait to be outside again. I'm sure that's true. It's, It's coming. Don't worry. So, mm-hmm. so Kelly, final question. Did you have fun? Was this a good podcast? Did you have fun doing this? I did. I had a lot of fun and I think it's such a great topic. And, you know, we really, really believe that more uh, industries need to jump into this space the earlier, the better. And I can't think of a better one than the chiropractic industry, just because there's a lot to offer people with this information. Like I said, it's education. So I'm so excited to be a part of it and I can't wait to help you, Jay. And I can't wait to be back to share the results because that's what we're all about. We're hyper-focused about the results of this, and I can't wait to show people how well it worked. That's right. I can't wait either. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. I can't either. Thanks so much, Kelly. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. Well, Jay, you've been, you know, you were talking about your post. I saw the one. I try to respond on your posts that are your personal ones. You know, you were talking about doing that the other day, and you were in New York City. I was uh, in your city. Yeah, that was it exciting. Was fun. Yeah, was a, was that a break, a little vacation, or it was? I, I flew up on Friday, hung out with uh, two of uh, three of my very close friends, and uh, went to McSorley's, which is a well-known Irish pub in New York. Had a great dinner at a Korean barbecue. Uh, went to another bar afterwards, and just had a blast hanging with my friends from college. It's it's been way too long that we've hung out, so we had a great time. Flew back Saturday morning, took a nap because it was a little bit of a late night, and then did the fix the Federation of International Chiropractic Sport Conference. I did a a panel discussion, and uh, yeah, and then Sunday hung out with Courtney for uh, Mother's Day. So yeah, it was great. That's great. Weekend. That's great. Well. Jay, again, it, we're at the end of the uh, end of the podcast. It's it, Ooh, uh, no, this no, is too much it, fun, man. It it has been a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I always enjoy. You've got a great network of people, uh, people like Kelly, and I'm really interested to see. I may actually have a little business for Kelly, also. I awesome. curious to see how that'll go out, and and the dog piece. You know, my wife is very involved in in dogs at Oklahoma State University. She created a program called Pete's Pet Posse where they use dogs, uh, they go through training, therapy training, and they use the dogs then for the mental health of, of the students on campus. And it's been an overwhelming success. And it might be interesting to see, you were talking about the one that's doing the dog influencer. That might be a cool trial uh, to yeah. see how they're doing because they're touching thousands of students you know, at a very vulnerable time of their life. And it'd be a cool way to see if maybe that, that would change. So thank yeah, you for doing that. Yeah, I would that. love to talk more about that. I actually definitely have maybe a really interesting product that we've been talking about uh, in the NFT space that I have an idea for with her. So we should definitely talk offline because there's definitely opportunities there. We will do that. Out. Cool. Yeah, we will and, do that. And audience, reach out to Kelly. Yep, do that. Reach out. She gave you her, her web address. Do that. Jay, again. Yes, buddy. I look forward to next week. Have a fun weekend, Kelly, you too. Thank you for joining us today. From Dr. J. Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. See y'all.
Come on! And the Data Doc of Talk is Tech Talk.